Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Lewis Capaldi announced this week that he's taken a break from touring to focus on his mental and uh, mental and physical well-being. And he spoke about being diagnosed with Tourette's last year and how he's struggled with the impact that it's had on him. But when they told me, I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. Because I, then I think back to when I was a kid. I like that deep breath. I'm d- d- deep yeah. breath I do that all the time. And I used to do it when I was younger. And my dad used to go, what is that? Stop doing that. And I just managed to stop it. But like, even the twitches I have now, they come and go. Like, So it's like it, it ebbs and flows. But I just noticed all these little things. When they said that, I was like, that makes so much sense. Like, that makes absolute 100%. Like, it just like something clicked. But they go... Unfortunately, there's no cure, um, so that's fun. Uh, here's this thing that we can do nothing about. So yeah, it's but the, my, my thing is now it's like trying to handle my general anxiety. And there's been a lot of you know discussion and just praise, I suppose, for the public as well around the fact that fans rallied around him at Glastonbury and Saturday when he struggled with his symptoms while on stage. But I think you know Lewis Capaldi speaking out about this has really highlighted, shone a new light on Tourette's syndrome and I was interested in chatting about this today on the programme just to get a better understanding of it. James McInerney is with us today in the show. James is a makeup artist and you might know James from the series Glow Up as well but James, aside from that, you live with Tourette's. So tell us a little bit about your diagnosis. Hello Andrea, well firstly thank you so much for having me and yeah, this has brought a lot I suppose to the public light. Um, I have had Tourette's since signs were coming at about age four or five. So I've just been accustomed to it for like about the last 25 years. My diagnosis was in my leaving cert. And that was when I actually was certified to have Tourette's syndrome. Um, Tourette can be a mixture of, it's a neurological disorder. So essentially you can have vocal or motor tics, sounds or words, um, and they have to be for multiple of each for a period of time for it to be certified. Um, I think the biggest misconception is people always think it's just swearing. It's not what's always depicted a lot sometimes in the mm. media or has been previously. That's also known as corporalia. I don't have corporalia. 90% of people living with threats actually don't. Um, it's a minority within the community, but there are so many other stims, ticks, and... verbal and motor tics that we saw it on stage last week with Lewis Capaldi and I've had mine for about yeah 25 years but I've certified at 18. Can you tell us a little bit about the the initial um, symptoms that that you have yourself or I suppose the symptoms that you typically James have now day to day? Yeah so you know my condition has actually changed Andrea in the last two years which has brought a lot to life for me to have a stronger focus on how do I manage my own life with Tourette's and also try and address and educate people with that I had you know I started nail biting I was doing humming swallowing you know with compulsive kind of sounds grunting and then blinking my eyes and then this stim which is of involuntary uh, need of stimulants in my neck, I started to turn quite extreme to the far right, similar to Lewis's kind of the shrug in the shoulder. And that's really become apparent to me in the last year and a half. So there is this come to terms with it, which mm. takes so much significant time. And what I saw at the weekend with everybody else, especially with Lewis, is that, you know, he has only come to understand his threats and has his diagnosis in his early 30s. It has taken me 
20 years to come to terms and to find ways to live my life with the impact of the effects of having Tourette's. And I think that's where now it's so good in a healthy light that there's more of a conversation now being yeah. highlighted. Well, that's it. why I was and interested, you know, James, in, in chatting about it, because it, it's not some, you know, it's, I don't think it's a discussion in my time on the programme that we've ever had, you know, before. And, and I was interested in, in getting a better understanding. Um, are there certain triggers typically for, for people or do you have certain triggers yourself yeah so you know like 80 percent of the people that also have Tourette's can have co-occurring conditions so it's not just the vocal and the motor neurons um people with Tourette's are likely to suffer from a range of like anxiety there are derivatives of depression and adhd i would say that there's definitely a level of anxiety and adhd that i manage and i think for me you know a lot of creative a lot of people with Tourette's are actually quite highly creative so that's where i found my career as a makeup artist and one way that i help myself massively is the power of makeup and i suppose that's where i exposed myself to when living with Tourette's i shared that journey on glow up but you know yeah. that was four years ago and that was a two minute interview recording that's put out as part of a you know post-production edited episode it has been four years since I had that opportunity on the show. And it's taken me those four years to really go into depth to understand it for myself, where now I'm using, I created a series on Instagram called Tourette's Tuesdays, where I'm now at a place where I know my vulnerability can be a strength. And I've learned a lot to help educate the general public far more on what it means to truly live with Tourette's and how it actually impacts the families and friends' lives around being with someone who does live with Tourette's. It can be effective towards so many people stemming from the actual person that might physically live with it. Mm. And that takes time. You know, Lewis, we will see again on stage. Absolutely. He really needs time to address how it affected him because I take, I took that time as my career is really kind of transformed since glow yeah. up and that was four years ago I thought I had it in the bag and I knew what my condition was I had no clue and you really have to sit with it and find a peaceful place to have like almost like a relationship with it and now I'm putting out these videos through the means of doing makeup looks it's across all my socials and I talk about well what are the stereotypes destigmatizing these preconceived ideas Lewis I bet you doesn't have any stems or ticks when he's you know writing his music and playing the piano when i pick up a makeup brush it's like everything is just clean and consistent now half of my phone memory is filled when i'm recording videos of doing makeup with all the ticks and stems and i've only come to a comfortable place to shed on social media recently and um i just think that this gives so much space for talking about it more mm. finding resources where there's education out there for people living with stress most importantly but also the family friends that yeah. are curious and stamping out the why, wrong ideas of it why um why is there such a lack of support and, and services and education james for people I say it's because, again, there is this misconception that Tourette's is the one out of 10 people living with it, the corporalia, and there's nothing else to it. People go a lot by their day by day, but they probably have tics and the smaller degrees of Tourette's that aren't obviously noticeable. And it's so easy just to surpass and impress that, like, you know, almost sweep it under the rug that uh, this will go away or it doesn't affect me too much. But then you see the long-term effects mentally that can really have on someone. And because there's that kind of oppressiveness to the lower severity of people living with Tourette's, I just don't think then it's like, it's not being shouted about, excuse the pun, like more. And this almost, as much as my heart goes out to Lewis, and I know he will come back from this, 
it's now like strike while the iron is hot. This is developing a conversation. Mm. In Ireland currently right now, there is no support system for people living with Tourette's. The last time that I'd even seen, I'm not, no, the last time I'd seen any trace online was on Facebook in 2013 for our Tourette Support Ireland. And then there was a Tourette Alliance assist, uh, program online, which hasn't been active since 2018. Currently, my work is based in the UK. I have been working with Tourette's Action over here because there is an organization. I've seen massive benefits because we just had Tourette's Awareness Month in May. I am Irish through and through and so proud to be from Ireland. But I think that there, this conversation alone should help address that. There needs to be funding because there are thousands of people, people in the thousands across Ireland that live with different derivatives of Tourette's, whether mm. they might not even know it because for well, years it's been seen as this big, loud thing where there's so many other derivatives of it. Well, it is, I suppose. And there, I mean, there is, you know, it's stigmatised in, in many ways, James. And, and even as you mentioned, like it's in often in how it's portrayed in movies and that swearing and cursing is kind of, that's usually the sort of symptom you see, isn't it? It is. It's seen as we are a burden within society. You look at Lewis and I think, you know, to the best degrees, he had a massive breakthrough. He is such a global celebrator, incredible talented artist, had this command beforehand, would he have potentially had the same opportunities? But nonetheless, he is equally gifted and talented. And I just want to say before we end that this series on Instagram, I'm trying each week to break down those stigmas. And, you know, there is so Mm. much more to discuss because vulnerability is a strength. And I know he will come back from that. And I think that people are ready to listen to it. And the reason I'm putting so much kind of understanding myself for my own self-care but for the benefit of others out there is because I would love it to help almost like a younger self like a younger me 15 years ago that wouldn't have had people like Lewis and others talking about it now. Just just finally James do you are there like aside from through your work as as a makeup artist but do you find are there other ways that help you to manage your symptoms day to day? Yeah, it's really looking after your well-being. I do. I'm a massive advocate for wellness, like yoga, headspace, um, meditation. I have to really practice on my breathing. That sounds crazy. It's just like I don't breathe, but they are stimulants that can help slow the condition and process. And you know, sometimes again, having an organization and a community support has helped me massively. Mm. I do have it in the UK where I'm based, but that's where I will almost just emphasize again. I think that there needs to be an association reoccur in Ireland because community conversation around it helps so much because you can see the mental impact of living with Tourette's that you sometimes just almost don't remember when you just hear about it because obviously if you don't live with it you wouldn't give it that extra thought and consideration. If people want to get more information or even just to take part in some of your um, Tourette's Tuesdays that you mentioned on Instagram what's your account page James? So my account page is jmac underscore MUA for makeup artists, J-M-A-C underscore MUA. Um, on TikTok and on Instagram, I'm going to start recurring the series on YouTube Shorts. So it's available on all social media platforms. You'll be able to contact me directly there as okay. well. And you know what? I'll say one thing as well, Andrea. I definitely want to meet Lewis. He <laughs> is someone that... No, but yeah. you know what? Not even for the point that I like, know, he is. I know, because I the know. biggest struggle he probably has is that he doesn't actually have that many people living with threats around him. Everyone can give the best yeah, kind of sympathy possible, but th- there's nothing like the empathy when you meet someone. Absolutely, no one said. I've only, and I've only had people in their under ten, under ten, occurring people that I've actually met that live yeah. with Tourette's, and even the first time I did meet someone else. 
such insight. Yeah, no, it's so, a huge, it's a, it's a hu- huge support. Absolutely, the shared experience, no doubt about it. James, listen, thank you for for sharing your own story with us here on the program today. That is a uh, James McInerney. Lunchtime live with Andrea Gilligan, weekdays at midday on News Talk.